Hey family, this is Pastor Travis. Thank you so much for joining in to this week's podcast. I believe there is a word for you from Forward City. I love you. I believe in you. I know that God has an amazing plan for you. No matter what you're doing, working out, traveling, however you're listening to this podcast, lean in and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. If you want to partner with the vision that we have here at Forward City Church of reaching the unchurched and the overchurched, helping them move forward with God, go now to forwardcity.tv. Remember your passage going, the future is waiting. Let's move forward. Grab your Bible, let's turn to 2 Kings chapter 3. Y'all going to memorize these verses when we're all said and done. We're going to start at verse 15. But now bring me a musician. <laughs> then it happened. Oh, man, I never saw that. But comma. Then it happened. That's shoutable all by itself. I need you to lean on somebody and tell them it's about to happen. Then it happened. I asked for it. Then it happened. I expected it. Then it happened. God said it, then it happened. When the musician played, that the hand of the Lord came upon him. So every time you worship, you should expect the word. And he said, this is what the prophet said, thus says the Lord, make this valley, underline that, this valley full of ditches. For thus says the Lord, you shall not see wind, nor shall you see rain. Yet that valley shall be filled with water. So that you, your cattle, the animals, may drink. Everything attached to you. Verse 18. And this is a simple matter. And this is a simple matter. And this is a simple matter in the sight of the Lord. He will also <laughs> deliver the Moabites into your hand. He will also. God says, you dig, I'll handle the also. You just obey, I'll handle the outcome. He will also. Verse 16, one more time. Thus says the Lord, make this valley full of ditches. Lord, breathe on your word. We are here for you. Thank you that you're still who you said you were. You're still Jireh. You're still Rafa. You're still Nisi. You're still our God, our King, our Lord. Now I ask that you breathe on this word. Without your breath, it's just a lecture, but with your breath, it is a revelation that is a game changer. So breathe in this room. Send your wind. In Jesus' name, amen. Help me preach. Give the title to three people on your way down. Tell them, he's the God of the valley. Come on, tell somebody. Preach to him. He's the God of the valley. He's the God of the valley. The God of the valley. Verse 16 says, make this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. But then verse 17 says, that valley shall be filled. Make this valley full of ditches. That valley shall be filled. This will become that after you dig. This ditch becomes that water. This impossible becomes that miracle. 
This test becomes that testimony. This pain becomes that anointing. This weeping becomes that joy. This seed becomes that harvest. What are you saying, Travis? God's about to turn your this into that. This 6 a.m. a prayer becomes that family member saved. This fast becomes that favor. This big gift becomes that overflow. God's about to turn your this into that. And so don't judge my that if you weren't there for my this. <laughs> in other words, don't judge my results when you weren't there when I had to have faith in the middle of it. God says, I'm about to turn some thises into thats. In other words, the miracle is going to find you in this valley. And so either you can dread the valley or you can expect impossible even there. He's the God of the valley. He's the God of the valley. I love this story. It's a story of three kings who go to battle. And they're marching for seven days. There's no water. And so they're desperate. And so one of the kings said, man, listen, is there no prophet around here? And one of the guys speak up and said, yo, there's a guy here named Elisha who used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. His entire public resume was that of a servant because the next promotion is coming to those with a servant's heart. But don't miss this. I saw this last night. I never saw it before. And I've been reading. That's why you can't just read the Bible. You got to read the Bible. I've been, this is the only verse, this is the only scriptures I'm preaching in the month of January. And every time I see it, I see something different. And I, I can't believe I missed this. Babe, I cannot believe I left this on the pages. When I read it, God said, how did you miss that? It's right in front of you. He poured water on the hands of Elijah. I said, yeah, he's a servant. He said, no, Travis, you can't just read the Bible. Read the Bible. He poured water on the hands of Elijah. I said, I see that. He said, no, you don't. He poured water. The thing they needed, he was using in the previous season. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. You missed it. There's an army in need of something that he used to work. That's why you can't despise the season you're in. What if I told you God was only activating an oil that's going to be necessary tomorrow? Ooh, you better learn the lesson right now. He already had practice for what they needed a miracle in. Uh, this is why God pulls you out of things and your past is a qualifier for, your for the demand on your future. This is why the name Moses actually means drawn from water because he was drawn out of the thing that he would lead people through. This is why Joshua had authority to march around that wall 13 times and shot at it because as a slave, he was a brick maker. Oh my God. Don't, don't think that your past disqualify you. Your past is the thing that equipped you. Is anybody catching what I'm dropping? Your past is the thing that equips you for your future. And so the thing he was known as looks very mundane on surface. He's a water pourer. <laughs> but now there's a demand for water. Do you get this? What I'm trying to say is the season that you dread, there's going to be a demand on that anointing tomorrow. Lean on somebody, tell them, cat's a lesson, cat's a lesson, cat's a lesson, cat's a lesson. And now, Elisha shares this unreasonable instruction. 
and said, hey, make this valley full of ditches. Dig in this valley. It's unreasonable because they're thirsty. It's unreasonable because they're preparing for battle. It's unreasonable because they don't have digging tools. They got swords and knives and hands. And as I was praying and preparing for this, the Lord said to me, he said, Trav, you missed this one too. That if they weren't thirsty, if they weren't desperate, they wouldn't have been creative enough to use what they had. What if the desperation that God led you to is giving you space and grace for creativity? That's why he's the God of the valley, because you're most creative when you're most desperate. The valley is an invitation for your faith. Miracles happen when our faith collide with his supernatural ability. And so this is why you can't skip the valley season. Does anybody hear what I'm telling you? You can't tell somebody, don't skip this season. Because your faith muscle is being strengthened in the valley. Sustainability is developed in the, in the valley. He says, make this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. Make this valley full of ditches. This word ditch in Hebrew is pits. Make this valley full of pits. And I change it a little bit. Because when I think of pits, I think of Joseph. <laughs> Joseph. You remember Joseph. In Genesis, you remember Joseph. Don't look at me like that. You know Jojo. <laughs> Joseph was thrown into the pit by his brother. It'd be your own family. <laughs> he was thrown in the pit. All because, happy birthday, Martin Luther King. Like Martin Luther King, Joseph had a dream. <laughs> Joseph had a dream. He went to his brothers, Reggie, and he said, he said, hey, man, I had a crazy dream. I had this dream that we were gathering sheaves together. Sheaves? Sheaves? Did you know sheaves are binded grains? He said, so we were gathering sheaves to bind them. He said, we were binding what was already bound and yet mine grew, all of this is preachable. He said, mine stood up. How does something bound stand up? He said, mine stood up above the rest and y'all sheaves bowed to mine. The whole dream was of a harvest. Gotta get you so hyped up with your dreams. Man, when God gave us a vision of this, I was hyped. I was like, ooh, God going to build his church. Ooh, God going to pack his church. Ooh, God going to do all this. I'm excited. Let's go, baby, baby. Let's go. I was excited because that's what dreams will do for you. Because most of the time, 99% of the dream is only about the harvest. But it's that 1%. And sometimes God will leave out because if he gave you the full picture of the requirement for the harvest, 
You'll say, I don't even want it. I'm good, God. I'm good where I'm good where I am. If it's gonna cost me that much. Because there's never been a harvest without a seed. So Jojo was shouting. It's a harvest coming. That's how we do. It's a harvest coming. But Jojo didn't know he was the seed. And so did his brothers throw him in a pit or did they plant him? I came to preach today. I wish I had more help than just my wife. Ain't nobody can bury you. I need you to hit somebody and tell them you were just planted. You were just planted. You needed the valley because the Lord of the harvest is the God of the valley. So when God has a harvest in mind, he will schedule a valley visitation. (laughs) That's how we do. That's how we do. We get so excited about the harvest, but ain't nobody shouting about the valley. And what you don't know is that there's more vegetation in the valley than there is on a mountaintop. You've been comparing yourself to people mountaintop IG. (laughs) And you've misconstrued mountaintop for fruitfulness. (laughs) Tell us about you need the valley. You need the valley. As I was praying, the Lord reminded me. He said, Travis, I told them to dig in the valley. And to dig, they had to get under the surface, which means they had to get into the dirt. So Travis, how did I make you? I said, fearfully and wonderfully made, my Lord. (laughs) He said, no, Travis, out of what? He said, out of dust, out of dirt. So they weren't the only ones digging in the valley. As they were digging on the outside, God was digging on the inside. You've been missing the purpose of the whole season. The valley is where God digs to create more space in you. He requires faith here to create more space in you. And when God starts digging, it's not time to shy away. It's not time to shrink back. It is time to lean into the dig that he is requiring. It may be comfortable, but lean into it. It may cost you some tears, but lean into it. People may not understand you, but lean into it. Because the Lord of the harvest is the God of the valley. Tell somebody this. There's purpose in the valley. There's purpose in the valley. Woo! There's purpose in the valley, which is why the moment that changed everything for David happened at the Valley of Ella. Goliath was slain on a valley. Gideon's 300 beat 120,000 Midianites. That's one to 400, ladies and gentlemen, on a valley. Ezekiel caught an army out of dry bones in a valley. Here's why. If you're taking notes, catch it. Because promotion does not happen on the mountain. 
Lean in, lean in, lean in. Promotion doesn't happen on the mountain. That's just when it's visible. Promotion happens in the valley. Did you hear what I just said? That's why you can't skip this season. That's why you can't rush out of this season because promotion begins in obscurity. Promotion begins with private yeses. He's not just the God of the mountain. He is the God of the valley. My pastor asked me this. He'll be here Friday. I'm so excited. He said, he said, Travis, I was going through something. I was talking to him on the phone. He said, Travis, if you're standing on the mountain, I hate pop quizzes because I always feel like I give the wrong answer. He said, if you're standing on the mountain, what do you see? Uh, I don't want to miss this. Clouds. No, Travis. What do you see? Ah. Man, just give me the answer. I don't like pop quizzes. You see other mountains. You see other mountains. You see dreams and visions and excitement of how you can excel and be elevated in a different space. Well, Travis, how do you get to the other mountain? He take you to the mountain. How do you get to the other mountain? <laughs> the only way to get back up is to go back. And this is why, I'm coming down your road right now. This is why people experience one measure of success and get stuck. I'm too old to go back down. I'm too educated to go back down. I'm too experienced to go back down. I'm overqualified for that. Why would I go back down and learn something new when I'm successful here? Because maybe the success you experience is not the call that's on your life. And this is stuff I wish people would have taught me. Because I was on the mountain in music. And God said, start a church. And I just wish I could have just skipped. It don't work like that. Because pastoring and preaching are two different things. There are a lot of people who can preach but not lead. And that's what made the first three years of this church so hard. Because I was a good preacher, but I had to learn leadership. <laughs> and leadership is found in a library and in a prayer closet. You don't just skip. Just because you're successful here don't mean automatically. You got to be willing to crawl all over again. You got to be willing to get humble all over again. You got to be willing to dig all over again. And here's the question. Can God trust you to trust him in the valley? Yea, though I walk. David, why didn't you say yea, though I skip? Why didn't you say, yea, though I sprint? He says, because if you rush through the valley, you'll miss what God wants to do. Because the valley is not about you working the ground. The valley is about you getting worked on. And every time they dug, God was digging. That's why Janiah, they had to use their hands because God was using his. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to act like you hear what I am saying in this room. He is the potter. 
Did you know? Here we go, Char. Did you know that in Genesis he spoke everything into existence except man? God says, with this one, I got to get my hands involved. And that's what he, you are the handiwork of God. This is a season where he's been getting his hands involved. And God don't mind getting his hands dirty when it comes to creating something on purpose. This is a season that God be getting it. That's why it's uncomfortable. That's why you can't sleep at night. That's why you can't do what you used to do. That's why you got to get out of conversations that you used to have fun in. That's why you got to turn the channel when they used to entertain you. Because God has been shaping you. I need somebody to give him 10 seconds of a radical praise like you know this season is not wasted. He's a God of the valley. He's a God of, he's a God of. And so, and so, I have to learn to move at his pace. Tell somebody, slow down, slow down. You're such, you're in a rush, slow Y'all just met each other last weekend on TikTok and you already picking out wedding colors. Slow. <laughs> Yay, though I walk. You done downloaded an app to see what y'all kids gonna look like? That's weird. Slow. <laughs> Yay, though I walk. When I can move at his pace, Angie, I don't have time to be jealous. Because I'm not looking at your harvest when my eyes are on the digger. <laughs> Yay, though I walk at his pace. Because whenever I rush, I miss it. Have you ever noticed? Whenever you're in a rush out the house, you always leave something. You on I-20, you like, God, dog it, I ain't got my phone. <laughs> Try to use your Apple Watch, it won't connect. You're just like, what am I going to do? Because whenever, if the devil can get you in a rush, <laughs> be anxious for nothing. If the devil can get you in a rush, and that's how he's tripping up Christians this time. It's an addiction to busyness. We've equated busyness with fruitfulness. Just because you're busy don't mean you're fruitful. <laughs> Look at me, I'm doing something else. Look at me, I'm doing something else. Look at me, I'm on another plane. Look at me, I'm in another hotel. Look at me, I'm on another job. Look at me, I got another boot. Look at me, I'm moving ahead. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Slow! down you moving so fast that it ain't even about the ditches you ain't digging it's about the fact when you don't move at his pace you're not allowing him to do the work that's necessary and so although you get through the valley you're an unfinished product I'm going to Ryan's. This is it. I'm listening. Y'all ain't even. I'm going to Dairy Queen. Come on, Tamika. We can get a smooth. <laughs> Tell somebody, let them work on you. Good 
God, I'm trying to get out of this point. I wasn't planning to be here this long. Keisha, tell them, let them work on you. Let them work on you. Let them work. It's uncomfortable, but let them work on you. Come on, he's been working on your attitude so he could promote you. He's been, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. You anointed, but you nasty. He's been working on that attitude because you don't know how to talk to your husband so he knows you can't talk to employees. Let them, let them work on you. Let them work on you. Let them work on you. Let them. I know, good God, I know when I'm in a promotion season, when God used my wife to tell me stuff about myself. I used to deny it. She'd be like, why you post that? I don't post what? I don't even post for myself. Somebody else posted that. That got you on it, and it got pride in it. Why did you? She not like that, though. I wish she was like that. She really be like, oh, nothing. Okay. And then I just got to go sit with that. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit be like, yeah, you hear it. Why did you post that? Why did you post that? Why did you post that? Or we'll be in a meeting. My wife said, you did really good, except this one comment. It'd be subtle. It'd be little stuff. That was, it was, that was, you know, I don't think God liked that one. <laughs> and I used to try to be in denial until God exposed to me. Travis, whenever I'm digging, not only am I looking for things that don't belong, but I'm making space. It's called capacity. And the problem is, you got a shovel, but you've been blocking his. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't like that. Who are you to tell me about me? <laughs> Who are you? I love church folks, because you know in church, we got these made up hierarchies. I am an evangelist in the Lord's house. Ain't nobody can tell me nothing. And that's why you got the same anointing that you had in 1989. And no one will listen to you unless they match you and don't wear Vaseline, earrings, or pants. Because you was on a mountain then, your church was packed. But you would not go down enough to allow God to reshape you and make you relevant. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Tell somebody, let them work on you, 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 let them. God will find you in the valley. God will find you in the valley. God will find you in the valley. I was praying, I was praying, and the Lord said, this really happened. I was praying, the Lord said, Travis, you're not the next nobody. Because we like that. We like when there's a prototype. I'm not the next nobody. I'm the now me. 
And when I'm okay with being the now me, then I'm okay with God doing the now work, even in the valley. It's not about you working the valley. It's about you being worked on in the valley. When I'm worked on in the valley, I can be effective anywhere. I could be effective anywhere. I could be effective. I was thinking about this. AJ, black it out for me. I was thinking about this. When you're effective anywhere, then it doesn't matter where you are, your light will shine. I'm about to drop something on you. I'm about to drop something on you. Let me get a light. Let me get a light. I'm using the, the flashlight as a microphone. Let me get a light over here. Let me get a light over here. Let me get a light over here. Wait a minute. Let me, let me get a light over here. Let me get a light over there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Some of y'all catching it and getting it on your cell phones. Let me, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me you don't have to be on stage to shine? So you mean to tell me you don't have to have a microphone to shine? So you mean to tell me you don't have to have a special parking space to shine? You don't have to have a title to shine? You don't need man's affirmation to shine? This little light of mine, I need somebody. Come on, Jay. Come here, Jay. I could shine anywhere. And this is why Elisha's name was called in the valley. Because his light attracted the assignment I need you to help me preach and tell your neighbor your name is next uh uh and if that one the right one find somebody that's gonna help you match it with a praise find them matching or tell them your name is next your name is next your name is next that the light all anywhere is all everywhere the light work everywhere and the Lord told me to tell you, I told you this Friday, but I need other people to hear me. Quit apologizing for your light. I'm sorry I'm so bright. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How can two walk together unless they agree? And you so, help me, Holy Ghost. The word that comes to mind is horny. I'm trying to find something more appropriate. You sold that that you'll dumb down your light just so you're not lonely at night. You're so desperate for acceptance, you'll dumb down your light just so people invite you. I used to get my feelings hurt when people didn't invite me. And I look on social media, like, how they went to Cancun? Ain't nobody called me. And I recognize that there are atmospheres of fun It wasn't rejection, it was respect. 
Somebody just got free. Somebody just got free. They're not inviting you, not because they reject you, but because they respect the oil on their life and they can't have fun. So I'm starting to get comfortable with my light. Because what happens is that if you keep turning it off, when people need it, it won't be there. The thing about light, y'all just saw it. Darkness can't cover it. You weren't buried. You were planted. Even under the ground, darkness can't cover it. The only difference between something being buried and something being planted is if it's dead or if it's a seed. What determines if it's a harvest is if what's inside of it never comes out. <laughs> so if the devil can convince you that you're dead, if the devil can convince you that God is done, if the devil can convince you that God doesn't have a plan and you're not a seed, then he can keep you buried. But what you don't recognize, Joseph, is that the way God works is that he takes you down to bring you up. He was on the mountaintop for his family and he could have settled there with his jacket. But God wanted to bring him up the mountain of Egypt. And the only way to get there, Joseph, is if you can trust me with the valley. In John 20, Jesus is resurrected. <laughs> Ain't it funny that Mary came to the tomb, looked there, not his mama, the other Mary. She looked there, and he wasn't there. There's two angels in there. She said, what did y'all do with him? She started weeping. And the voice spoke up and said, why do you cry? And the Bible says she thought it was a gardener. And it was. Because on the way to the cross, he stopped by the garden of Gethsemane. Whenever God is about to do a resurrected work, he digs. See, hell was rejoicing because they thought Jesus was dead. And he was. But he wasn't buried. He was planted. And the Bible says three days later, here come the harvest. He rose with all power in his head. What he's trying to tell us is there's no devil that can keep you down when God plants you. When God's hand is on you, when God has a plan for you, the Lord of the harvest is the God of the valley and he desires to do a work. Even there, I was praying about you, praying about this message and the Lord reminded me and I shared it with my wife. And that's why we bless Mark Church today and we're going to bless churches for the rest of the year. Because I said, God told me, babe, we got we to gotta keep blessing churches. Yeah, we bless those in this church and we bless this city and this community. We got to keep blessing churches too. 
because we got to keep digging. If you've ever done construction, we've done a project on a home, and the first few pictures they sent us didn't look like much. It was them going beneath the surface. <laughs> because if you want a building to stand, the foundation has to be below. And the reason, I need you to catch this, you've been in this season where God's been digging, where God's been bothering you, where God's been going beneath the surface. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Beneath the surface, not just, you know, when, when you, that's when he worship him in spirit and in truth beneath the surface when you say God you know what I'm jealous of this person beneath the surface we say God you know what I haven't forgiven this person beneath the surface when you say God you know what I really do want to do that beneath the surface when you say God I really don't want to let that go when you allow him to work beneath the surface he's laying a foundation for him to build something that cannot be torn down he's building you to last sustainability is developed in the valley he is the God of the God. The whole target for this message is for you not to rush the season that you're in. Whew. I'm done. But don't rush because God's not done. He's working even in the valley. This valley will become that valley when you dig. The seed, Jesus, Joseph, will become that harvest when you allow him to dig. In Jesus' name, let's give him a praise. Come on, let's give him a praise. Hey. I want you to join me on your feet. Don't dumb down your light. Don't dumb down your light because it shines even in the valley. See, the mountaintop is when man can see you. The valley, even God sees you there. And God has an expectation even in the valley. Don't dumb down your anointing. Don't dumb down the oil. Don't dumb down the light. Don't dumb down the standard. Don't dumb down, here it is, the expectation. He's requiring your faith and he's building. I told somebody in the back before we came out that I've been praying for him. But God told me he's going to do what he's going to do because he's already done what he's going to do. But God said, encourage them in this season and tell them, I'm at work. And you only skip the valley when you don't learn the lesson. My pastor says, there's no such thing as wins and losses. There's only wins and lessons. What are you learning here? And if you don't learn from the valley, you have to repeat it. But I'm not repeating this. I'm going to learn what's necessary. I'm going to let God do what he wants to. I'm going to let him develop me. Hey, it may be uncomfortable, but God, I'm down. I surrender to whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, right here in this valley. Would you lift your hands and surrender for a moment, Lord Jesus, as your sons and daughters would come to you. We thank you.
for having a plan right here. We thank you for having a plan right here. We thank you for having us on your mind right here. We thank you for being at work right here. It may be uncomfortable, but we surrender. We may not even understand everything you're up to, but we surrender. And our answer is yes. Mold us, make us, shape us. However you want to, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's give them a praise. Come on, church. Come on, church. Let's give them a praise. Let's give them a praise. A great God deserves a great praise. Hey, my friend, I pray that this week's message spoke to your heart in a deep place. And if you are moved to make a decision today to give your heart to Jesus, just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you got up so I don't have to stay down. I receive you today as my Lord and my Savior. I'm changed. I'm saved. I'm different now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, let us know your testimony. Please go to forwardcity.tv. Visit us all over social media at the number four word city. I love you. I believe in you. I know that God has a plan for you. Let's move forward.